Welcome back to Tarati Mechanach Yomi with the OU Women's Initiative. My name is Mrs. Michal Haritz, and today we will continue our study of Sefer Tehillim. We are up to Kapitol Lamed Dalid, Chapter 34. By way of introduction to Kapitol Lamed Dalid, I quote from Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs in the Koren Sachs Siddur. The reason uh, the commentary is in the Siddur, just by way of reference, what does Kapitol Amidal have to do with our tefillah? So Kapitol Amidal, chapter 34 of Tehillim, is recited as part of the Psuke de Zimra of Shach Shabbos. So in the Psuke de Zimra of Shach on Shabbos, we recite the entire Kapitol Amidal. Also, one particular uh, Pasuk in Kapitol Amidal, which is Pasuk Dalid, Gadu Hashem Iti Yachtov, is recited by Hotseis Sefer Torah on Shabbos morning. So there is some very clear and direct connections to our davening here. So in the Koran Sach Siddur, okay, Le David, Psalm 34, during the period that David was fleeing from King Shaul, he took refu- refuge in the Philistine city of Gat. There, however, he was recognized and his life was in danger. Feigning insanity in order to appear harmless, he was dismissed by the king and he was able to escape. This is a psalm of thanksgiving that follows. That follows. It is constructed as an alphabetic acrostic. So it's an alphabetical order. An extra verse has been added at the end to avoid closing on a negative note. Um, and it's interesting that the extra verse added begins like a pay, which we saw last time as well. So that just puts this into historical context. However, um, while it refers to a specific time in the life of King David, which can be found in Sefer Shmuel Aleph, Parak Chaf Aleph, nevertheless, it is a capital that is strongly relevant to all of us for many times in our lives, as you will see. Le David to David, so Parak Lamadal, Pasuk Aleph, by David, when he feigned madness before Avimelech, who drove him away, when he fled from King Shaul, Steinzel's Ktuvim, he found himself approaching the territory of Avimelech, the king of Plishtim, fearing that Plishtim would murder him in revenge for the many battles he waged. King David pretended to be mad, since madmen are generally regarded as being harmless. The ruse succeeded, he was not attacked, he was banished from the kingdom, and he was able to successfully escape. Here we go. Now we begin with the alphabetic order. Pasuk Aleph, Avarcha es Hashem. I will bless Hashem bechol es at all time. Tamid tihilaso b'fi. Always and consistently are the praises of God in my mouth. Hashem tisalel nafshi. By Hashem, my soul will have glory. Yishmu anavim v'yismichu. Those who are humble will hear and rejoice. They will be glad. Here we go. Gadu Hashem iti unaramim Moshe ma'yachdo. We already quoted this as being from Hotzei Sefer Torah when we take out the Sefer return and show on Shabbos Godlu la Hashem iti give greatness declare the greatness of Hashem is with me unaramama from Rome to exalt and let us exalt his name together pasuk hey which is the letter dalad darashti es Hashem va'anani I seek out Hashem and he answered me umikol migurosai hitzilani I sought out Hashem and he answered me he delivered me from all the things that I dreaded hebitu elav v'naharu pneim al yechparu those who looked him are illuminated. Their faces of those who look to God will never be ashamed. This is the poor man who cries out on Hashem hears. And from all of his troubles, he saves him. The angel of Hashem encamps around those who fears him and rescues and protects them. You need to taste and see that Hashem is good. It's like learning Torah. 
You can't possibly know that learning Torah is good unless you taste the Torah. Once you have a little taste of how good Torah is, you only want more and more and more. That first taste, Allah Abdul, please, like the taste of a succulent steak, or the taste of a creamy cheesecake, or the taste of a... Um, a rich piece of a bite of ice cream, excuse me, I'm sorry. Once you taste it, you want more. Ta'amu, taste. Once you taste how sweet Torah is, you only want more Torah. Fortunate is the one who puts their trust, who puts their refuge in God. Fear Hashem, his holy ones. Because those who fear God will have no lack. Young lions may be hungry, may they want. Young lions may want and be hungry. However, those who seek out God will never lack for any good. And now we come to very famous words. says, Go, my children, and listen to me. The fear of God I will teach you. Famous, perhaps some of the most famous words from Tehillim. Who is the man who desires life? Ohev Yamim, who loves days? to see good. Guard your tongue from evil. And your lips from speaking deceit. Turn from bad and seek good. Seek peace and chase after it. And of course, the same Chafetz Chaim, Rabbi Yisrael Meir Cohen Kagan of Radin, who died in the early 1930s in Europe, was spared from the horrors of the Shoah, and who lived with Arichus Yamim Vashanim, took the appellation Chafetz Chaim. He became known as the Chafetz Chaim from this Pasuk because he worked tirelessly to bring an awareness of Shmir's Halashon to his brethren. I quote from the Sefer, the Chafetz Chaim by Rabbi M. M. Yashar, the life and works of Rabbi Yisrael Meir Kagan of Radin. Learning how to speak and what to say always held an important place in the realm of education. However, as the Chavetz Chaim saw it, it required a much greater tact, wisdom, and application to learn when and how to speak and when and how to be still. As the Gemara puts it in Masechus Chulin 89a, what is a person's proper craft in the world? He should make himself as mute. The fact that to be an ordinary laborer, to cut stones, dig earth, or carry brooks. A person does not need particular training or expertise. You don't have to be a craftsman for ordinary labor. And therefore, when the, pers- when the sages say a person has to be a craftsman, what a person's proper craft, an uman, trained in a skill in order to maintain science, we understand how great is the art of silence. To fulfill his envisioned purpose, the Chavetz Chaim did not rely on his published works alone. At every opportunity, he would address the public, teaching the art of remaining quiet when necessary. Once a student came to him and complained, Rabbi, you always stressed us we should give sermons and lectures to the people on the importance of Shmir Salashan. While I held forth for two hours at a stretch, imagine if I was speaking to you now for two hours. I held forth for two hours at a stretch before a congregation of listeners that filled the synagogue from mall to wall. And I don't see my words had any particular influence that caused even one of them to improve. What is the use? Chavetz Chaim replied to a student, I am surprised at you for saying this. We know the rule the Vilna Gon cites in the name of the Medrash. For every moment a man controls himself and keeps his mouth silent, he will be privileged in the ultimate future to bask in the great concealed light which no angel can even conceive. The Chavetz Chaim concluded this is just for one minute of silence. Imagine the reward you will have for preventing an entire congregation for two whole hours from saying anything negative. The value of this mitzvah cannot be measured. 
What more can you want? What a powerful story. The Chavetz Chaim is saying, even if when they leave, they don't remember the lessons you taught them. If they were quiet for two hours, an entire congregation held their tongues for two hours, if for one minute the reward, says the Vilna Gon, is the great concealed light of the Shekhinah, which no angel can conceive, imagine the reward for enabling people to hold their tongues in silence for two hours. To reach perfection in any particular matter is a goal only a select few individuals can hope to achieve. In other words, can we really be perfect? So what is the point of trying? Quote, the Chavetz Chaim teaches the fact that a human being is unable to become perfect does not mean he can therefore neglect his duty to be good. I'm going to repeat how powerful that statement is. Think of that in all realms of Avodas Hashem, especially in Shmir's Halashan. The fact that a human being is unable to become perfect does not mean he can neglect his duty to be good. Something very worthwhile for us all to keep in mind. We have a duty to be good. We have a good duty to strive. We have a duty to hold our tongue, got our lips from bad, our tongue from deceit. Actually, our tongue from bad, our lips from deceit. Oh, I'm not going to be perfect. Oh, I'm going to make mistakes. Oh, sometimes I'll say the wrong thing. It's true. But does it mean I don't have to try? Furthermore, the Chavetz Chaim would teach. We read in scriptures, in Micha, Perek Zayin, Pesach hey, Guard the entrances of your mouth. Hence, we see that the man's mouth is likened to an entrance or a doorway. Just as the doorway of a house or a garden requires watchfulness and care, so it should not always be open. We must keep out unwanted and unpleasant guests. We must keep out thieves and wild animals. So, too, if the tongue is compared to an entranceway, a man's mouth needs first-rate watchfulness to keep harmful agents from infiltrating especially since the evil inclination, the Yetzir Hara, constantly lurks at the entrance of the mouth and entices a person to sin. For this reason, a person must take care when he opens his mouth to speak. Like the Pasuk says in Micha, guard the entrances of your mouth. You wouldn't leave your door open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You're going to guard the entrance to your home. So too, you must guard the entrance to your mouth against the wicked design of the Yetzir Hara. And if he has a grievance in his heart against someone, it is better for him to keep his mouth locked and sealed so he should speak no slander against his fellow man. In our sacred literature, one more lesson from the Chavetz Chaim, in our sacred literature, a human being is often likened to an earthenware vessel. We know that on the Yamim Noraim, by the Nasanatoka, that's how we describe ourselves, like a shattered piece of pottery. The potter forms, fashions the pottery. We are in the hands of the Yotzer. We are often likened to an earthenware vessel. And the Torah states, in Bamidber Perikotes, and every open earthenware vessel that has no bond lid is ritually unclean. So if you have an open earthenware vessel with no lid on top, it is ritually unclean. What is the parallel that Chavetz Chaim taught to our mouths? Here lies a message about the human mouth. Just as an unsealed earthenware vessel lets defilement penetrate into it and make it ritually unclean, Quote, so to a man, if he does not set his mind to keep his mouth locked when necessary and does not take care to repair the fences and hedges that guard his tongue, defilement will penetrate and make him unclean. And that's what David Amalek tells us here. If you desire your life, I will tell you the secret to life. Oh, hey, if you love these to see good. Guard your tongue from bad. 
And when you do that, you will be straying from bad. You will only be doing good because you won't have anything negative to say or see. And then it's a whole process. Look at these psukim. Who is the man who desires life? Someone who is ohev yamim. He loves days. If he loves days, he'll always see the good. If he always sees the good, he'll have no lashonar to speak. If he has no lashonar to speak, of course he turns away from bad. And if he turns away from bad, he'll always be doing good. And if he's always doing good, he's seeking peace for Adfeyu. It's a procession that all begins with seeing the good and guarding your tongue. The Chavetz Chaim says in the Sefer Kuntras Chovas Hashmira, the Psicha, in the introduction to Kuntras Chovas Hashmira, Klal Hadvarim B'Diburav Shal Adam Yachol Livroa Olamot Ula HaChariva. The summation of the matter is: with words, man can destroy worlds, and with words, man can create worlds. Klal Hadvarim B'Diburav Shal Adam Yachol Livroa Olamot Ula HaChariva. The choice is ours. With our words, we can create worlds. And with our words, we can destroy worlds. Every time we open our mouths to speak, we must remember this. It's a heart of Oda. That Yetzirah is waiting. But we have to guard our entranceway, says the, says the Pasuk of Micha. We have to remember we're like an earthenware vessel. We have to remember, says the Chavetz Chaim, just because a man cannot be perfect does not negate his duty to try to be good. Continues the capital, we're actually up to verse 16 now. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, his ears are opened to the cry. The face of the Lord turns against evildoers to cut off their memory from the earth. The righteous cry out, Hashem hears them, delivering them from all their troubles. Pasuk, uh, what Pasuk am I up to? Pasuk Yates, Karav Hashem Lev, Hashem is close to all those of broken heart. And those of crushed spirit, Hashem will save. There are many troubles that befall the righteous. But from all of them, God will save him. Shomer Kolt Atzmotov, Hashem, you know, I was on speaking to somebody a little while ago and she told me she says this capital every day last year. I said, why do you say this capital every day? She said, because there's a Pasuk in it against breaking bones. I said, there's a Pasuk in it against breaking bones. It was an older woman. And this is what she told me. And I, I went to the capital and I said, oh yeah, you're right. There is a Pasuk against breaking bones. A Shmir, so to speak. Here it is. Shomer Kol Atzmotov. Hashem preserves, he guards all of his bones. To make sure that not even one of them will break. Pasuchav Beis, he preserves Pasuchav Beis. Evil causes the death of the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. Finally, Podah Hashem Nefesh Avadav, God will redeem the soul of his servants. And none who trust in him will be found guilty. I thank you for learning with me of a heart of Oda. It's one of the hardest of Odas as a human being. The time of our creation, Perik Beis, Pasuk Zayin and Bereshis, says Targum Unklas. The moment we were created, we became a speaking spirit. But the tongue is a double-edged sword. The same tongue that can create is the same tongue that can destroy. As the old adage goes, if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing. It's hard to implement, but something we would be all we be we would be wise to remember. That a man who desires life and loves days is the one who sees good and who guards his tongue from bad and his lips from speaking deceit. I thank you so much for learning with me. I wish you all a wonderful day, and I look forward to continuing our learning tomorrow. Call Tov, and thank you so much to all.